Over the last, I would say, month, the Lord has been dealing with me and, and Melissa as well about the baptism with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking other tongues. I said it's real. Hello? It's real. That's the point of this whole thing here tonight, and you can have it. But there's been a stirring in my heart, in my soul, to, to preach, not, not really just to preach on it, but to see people baptized with the Holy Spirit. We're Pentecostal here. That's, that just in case you didn't know, that's what we claim to be here. Um, and it's not really a denomination. It's biblical. Amen. That's why we are what we are. But we ain't just Pentecostal in name. Unfortunately, we are a little bit too much, too often in the Pentecostal world. But I want you to know, to, to stir up your mind, to stir up your heart this morning, that the baptism with the Holy Spirit is real and it's for today. Amen. You don't have to wait until till, till two, three weeks from now. You don't have to wait a month from now. But you can be filled with the Holy Spirit today. Doesn't matter what anyone says. Don't matter what anyone thinks. It's in the Bible. Therefore, I'm going to preach it. Amen. But I got a phone call from a friend just the other day, and, 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 and it was a great friend of mine. He's actually been here before, and we were, he called me to talk about this very thing that had been already in my soul. And he was talking about, he, you know, he was going into how many don't agree with it, and then there's controversy. This is just Thursday morning, and I told you I had struggled with the preach. I didn't... I, you, I just asked the Lord, and I got to wait for him to give me an answer. It's like Brother Torrance said, he didn't know he was preaching until he got here. <laughs> that happens sometimes. But I didn't know what I was really going to preach until yesterday. Amen. My friend called me on Thursday. Talk, we were talking about the baptism in the Holy Spirit for just about an hour. I'm talking a whole hour long. And I've preached out of this, 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 this passage here before multiple times. But it needs to be refreshed again this morning. I feel... Uh, and he called me, we were talking, and then uh, we just kind of left it at that, and it was in my soul still. Didn't want to get away from it. And, and Melissa and I, we went out yesterday, you know, just running around on a Saturday, uh, going here, there, going everywhere. And she wanted to go to a thrift store. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm not a thrift store guy. Uh, <laughs> I find a thing here and there, but typically I don't really go to them. And I said, you know, sure, why not? Because if not, I'll suffer the consequences. <laughs> Brother, I'm telling you, when, when we got there, it was just normal. We were going around looking at this little stuff. We got tennis balls for the dog to play with for like a dollar. And I'm walking around, and I said, all right, well, I'm going to go over here to the book. She was where she was. And I'm telling you what, there must have been 5,000 books there, at least. And, again, I just told you what was in my soul about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I'm walking, and I just so happen to look to my left, and on the bookshelf, books stand up like this, just in case you didn't know. And I look to my left, and laying on the bookshelf like this, sideways, was a book from 1981 by Jimmy Swaggart called The Baptism in the Holy Ghost. Just a little 20-page booklet on the baptism in the Holy Ghost. I said, if that ain't God, I don't know what is. Now, I'm not a mysterious guy, hello? I don't look, I'm not Sid Roth, hello? But I'm telling you what, brother, and I'm telling you, Sister Lynn, when I saw that book, I knew that God was saying something to me. 
Can you share it after with me? All right, sounds good. But I'm here to tell you this morning that the baptism in the Holy Ghost is real. And I'm here to tell you that there's controversy around it by the Baptists. They say it went out 100, in 100 A.D., some time after Jesus came, but that ain't in the Bible. Amen? The Bible said in Acts 2 that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, not just apostles, not just a few, but everyone that was in that upper chamber that morning, that day, was filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm here to tell you this morning, you in this room, it don't have to be two or three, but it can be every one of you can be filled with the Holy Ghost and fire to overflowing. Amen? But, yeah, right after the service. Well, I'll, I'll get with you, trust me. But, but Ezekiel chapter 47. Amen? God gave Ezekiel a vision of a man with a line in his hand, and he led him to the waters. It started to the ankles. That was where that he was led first. That's a type of salvation. Then he was led to the waters. They got a little bit deeper to the knees. Amen? And that's a type, many believe, of prayer, humility, things like that. But next he led him to waters that could not be passed over, waters to swim in. Amen? And I'm here to tell you that some of you may be hanging on by a thread. That's my sermon here tonight. You may be hanging on by a thread. You may be barely making it, but that's not the will of God for your life. Amen? That is, you've got to get that here this morning. If you feel beat up, if you feel that you've had your ears boxed in by the devil, that ain't God's fault. Hello? That, that, ain't, that ain't his fault. That's your fault and the devil's. <laughs> because you're letting the devil beat you up. Because you're victorious in Christ, not in the future. Hello? Not someday. You got you to get this here this, 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 this morning. That you're not victorious one day. And I'm going to blow some of your minds here this, this right now. I, a lot of TV stations you won't find this on. But if you understand the word of God. Now understand, you got you to gotta seek God. You got you to gotta dig a little bit to, to understand the truth of the gospel. But don't look at the situation as a Christian, born-again believer. Don't look at the situation as I'll have victory one day. Amen. Don't look at it as uh, hopefully I get the victory. Don't look at it as if I can get victory over this one thing. Then I'll be able to serve God as I desire. No. If you do that, you will never get the victory. Amen. But if you understand that your life is already crucified with Christ right now, that's your position, that's where you stand, then the will of God can be done in your heart and in your life. Amen? But, but I want to get to where we're going here this morning. There's misconceptions of the character of Christ. We're going to get to more on the baptism of the Holy Spirit in a minute, but there's miscon misconceptions of the character of Christ. Uh, what do I mean by that? What do you mean, Brother Terrence? In this chapter that we're in, John chapter 7, previous to these verses, Jesus had just been ridiculed. They said why they were, they were, the religious folk were mad at him for healing someone on the Sabbath. And they said that Jesus had a devil because he was from, really, he was from God. And they claimed to serve God. Amen? But when he healed, they were so religious that when he healed someone on the Sabbath, 
they were mad at him. Amen? They scrutinized, scandalized his name. But when you go to this verse, you see believers, when I, I talk about your position, so many believers, we are believers. And we fail at times. Hello? There's some that say they never do. They just lied, so they failed. I hate to, I hate to burst that bubble. But, but we fail God at times. I told my young people, I'm, they got all these New Year's sermons. Mine's going to be, you're going to fail God this year. <laughs> no, no. I might, I don't know. But we fail. Amen? But upon that, so many times, as I told you, they just scandalized his name right to his face. And we are so foolish to think that when we fail God one time that he's just done with us. Amen? Am I, am I getting anywhere this morning? I said that we think when we fail God, you see, this is the, the trouble. We look at our performance, all the things we do for God. When really all he's looking for is our faith. But despite the fact that they had just scandalized his name verbally and they hated him, he stood and cried at the feast that day and said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Amen. Because there's rivers of living water to drink. He did not say only a few people there. He did not say some people there. He did not say just three of you, you can drink of this living water. He said every person that was there that day, if they were thirsty, amen, then they could drink of that living water. So I'm here to tell you, it don't matter your failures. It don't matter you say, brother, I can't be baptized in the Holy Ghost because I, I, I struggle with this, I struggle with that. It don't matter. You're saved by grace through faith, amen, alone. If you lose your faith, then you may lose your salvation. But you're saved by grace through faith. Amen? God knew this. That's why he, set, he knows what he's doing. Amen? But, but he pleads if any man thirsts. Amen? I remember, and I'll share this, I remember when I was in, in, in Bible school, Louisiana, and was there for four years. Was in Louisiana for five years, but or was that what it was? Yeah. And went through the Lord just he when you set yourself aside to to seek the face of God to do the things of God the powers of darkness do come against you you do you, you, you will it's a it's a what's the word I'm trying you get taken to the woodshed hello you get pruned Jesus said so that you may bear fruit but I remember specifically my second year I believe I've shared this before shared again my second year of Bible college, and this is a little bit after the summer months. We were having a great school, having a great time in the Lord. Amen. Each and every single day, classes, church, on a constant basis. You're in church six days a week. The only time you're not is on Saturday. Amen. But even then, you might have a prayer meeting or something. So this is an everyday thing. But I found myself discouraged. Amen. I found myself in a place of bondage yet again. Though I love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, though I wanted him more than I wanted anything, Brother Avon, I found myself repeatedly failing him. Amen. 
no one really knew it. No one really, because here I am wearing suits and dress clothes everywhere you go. And so people think that you're good. Hello? But the mafia used to wear suits as well. <laughs> but here I am going home, about to catch a plane for fall break. Here I am supposed to preach the gospel. All these things, but really deep down inside, I was hurting just like anyone else. And if you know anything, uh, as a preacher, you can give, but you feel like you're not getting anything in return. As a preacher, you can feel like you put your soul out there, but yet you need uh, a drink of living water yourself. But here I am, young, I was maybe 19 at that time, and all I knew was I needed a touch from the Lord. The Lord started dealing with me, Terrence, you got to give me these things. Terrence, you got to allow me to take these things. A lot of times we scream out, God, help me. But we don't just simply allow him to take things out of our lives by faith in Christ, trusting that what he did at the cross was enough. So here I am. I'm trying to conquer sin. I'm trying to beat the bondages in my life, and there's just no way to do it. If we could have done it, Jesus would have never had to go to the cross. Amen? But we can't overcome these things on our own, and when we set out to do it, it's, it's like uh, stepping in quicksand. The harder you try to get out, the, 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 the more you're going to sink. I'm reminded when people drowned, before I finish that story, let me say this, when people drowned, or when they are drowning, rather, Sometimes the lifeguard will let the brother pass out, amen? So that they don't fight and bring them down with them, amen? I almost drowned once in a wave pool. <laughs> and I about killed the brother that was, it was either me or him, <laughs> right? But I, I got out of there, though, thank God, and he did too. But nevertheless, that's a different story. But uh, no, but we were... But so, so sometimes the lifeguard will let them pass out first so that they don't bring them down too. So God will let you try and try and try because the Holy Spirit can't work as he desires if your faith isn't in the right place. Amen? If your faith, isn't, if your faith is in you, 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 then it's, has nothing, it's you trying to get, beat sin. But faith in Christ brings glory to God. Amen? Amen. But here I am in bondage. Here I am hearing the best preaching, best teaching, best singing you could ever hear all the time. Not once in a while, all the time. But I find myself in bondage. And it came to, there was a Wednesday chapel service. I'll never forget it as long as I live. And they started singing that song. There's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Amen. Amen break every chain, then it went to that, that, that bridge or the second verse. I don't know which one it is, but it says there's an army rising up to break every chain. Amen? Because there is power in the name of Jesus to break every single chain in your life. Amen? Look no further than to him. But they started singing that song. And here I am in the very last row. I'm, not, I'm talking up against the wall almost. In the back. Conviction starts to hit my heart. Amen. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Starts to pull at me. No one's up there yet. 
preacher's supposed to preach soon. Amen? Because there's a structure to the service, right? But I ain't thinking about none of that. And it became very evident over a short period of time that there was going to be no preaching that day. Because as the people started to lift their hands, worship the Lord, the glory came down in that place, like you wouldn't believe that day. And it was very evident that there was going to be no preaching. And so all I'm thinking, I've got to get to that altar. I've I got to get to that altar. I don't care what happens. I don't care who is there, who's not there. I've got to go to that altar. Amen. And remember, I'm preaching Sunday back home. I'm traveling home for a few days, preach Sunday, this, that. I ain't thinking about none of that. I'm thinking I'm in trouble, Brother Avon, and I've got to get this thing right with God right now. Amen. I can't wait any longer. And I'm, I'm telling you what, there was 150 to 250 people there, but no one was going up. But I did not care about it that day. I said, brother, I'm going. Amen. Do you know what I'm talking about? I said, I'm going. And the moment I hit that altar, brother, I want you to know that my life has never been the same since. As I hit that altar, I said, Lord, would you forgive me? Would you cleanse me? Would you wash me? And right about that time, I started speaking in other tongues for three, four, five, six minutes, nonstop as the river was flowing. Amen? Do you know what I'm talking about? Glory to God. And I'm telling you, brother, it ain't about feeling. But when I got up off that altar, <laughs> I felt like a million pounds was lifted off my shoulders. I felt light as a feather. Amen? I felt that, that, that angels were singing around me. Do you know what I'm talking about? But it was the rivers of living water that refreshed, that restored, that renewed my soul that day. Amen? He said, if any man thirst, the only requirement to experience what I'm talking about. See, we think, this is what I'm saying, with, with Christ, with God, we think we have to meet these requirements, then he'll accept us. But the Bible says, while we were yet sinners... Amen? Christ died for the ungodly. So I'm here to tell you, just stop all that. Amen? Come as you are, he says. That's what he wants. Just like a father with his child. Amen? We have a baby on the way. Uh, he'll be here in three weeks, for crying out loud. But I'm already spending all my money on him. He ain't even here yet. So I'm telling you, God has invested. You're, you're, you're here. You're, God loves you. God has He's given his life for you already. Amen? So when I try to come to him with all, try, I try to measure up to something mighty and then come to him, that's completely wrong. Amen? That's not just partially wrong. That's not just some little thing. That's dead wrong. Amen? That's not biblical. He says, come just as you are. And I'm here to tell you, brother, that you may, you may have been, you may be dry as can be, but he says, come as you are. Amen. The only requirement to experience this is to be thirsty. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? I said the only requirement to experience this, what I'm talking about, the baptism in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, the only requirement is to be thirsty. The only requirement is to be saved. The only requirement is to want the thing. Amen. What I'm talking about. So you don't have to wait and get everything together. No. Come to him now. Amen. Come just as you are. Come today. It ain't about you. It ain't, or I mean, it ain't about your neighbor. All it is is about you. Amen. It 
ain't about the person sitting beside you. It's about you and him. But the lost, amen, there's a void that can't be filled in their hearts and in their lives. I don't know. I I would assume everyone here is saved, but there's no way for me to know that. But if you're in here and you're not saved, this life gives nothing back. Amen. This life, it pulls no punches. This life will destroy you without the Lord Jesus Christ. And now some would say, oh, brother, I'm, I'm doing all right right now. But you never know what could happen tomorrow. Amen. Things can change with one phone call. Amen. One phone call can change your life. Amen. I, most of us in here know that. Amen. But the loss, there, there's, there's, a, there's a, a, a void in the soul that only the Lord can fill. Because you were created by him. You were created for him. You were made to worship him. So when you live outside of him, there will be no satisfaction. Amen. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's like a, a hamster on, a, on, a, on a one of them wheels. Amen. Just keeps running and running and running and running, but going nowhere. Amen. It's like a, a puppy dog chasing its tail. You, you won't get anywhere. But it will be the, the same thing, day in, day out, go to work, go to sleep, this, that, and, and, and that's it. But that's not what it is. There's more for you in Christ right now. But the saved as well, we go through deserts. We go through wilderness experiences. This is in the Bible. This is Exodus. This is so many places. This is every man of God who has ever lived has gone through a desert experience a wilderness experience to where you look to your left you look to your right and and even though you know the lord saved you even though he's done mighty things in your life even though you've seen his power even though he's even split red seas in your life even though he's delivered you and you've had experiences like what i just talked about you're still going to go through another wilderness you see he teaches us how to go through them he doesn't he doesn't exempt us from trials he doesn't exclude us from trials because we are his children but we have to go through it amen but the bible said blessed is the man who passing through the valley of baca maketh it a well amen blessed or when when you tra- when you go through when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death He said that I'll be with you, amen? He said that I'll be there, but you're going through it. But Isaiah, now you say speaking in tongues, what is is this, all right? He said in, in Isaiah 28, 11, and 12, For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, amen? He said, Jesus said, Come, let him come unto me and drink, amen, for I am the living water. You see, it ain't really going to church. It ain't really, it ain't really playing music like we do, amen. It ain't really all this other stuff. It's Jesus alone, amen. He's where the water comes from. He said, come unto me and drink, amen. It's not, it's not a physical, it's not some physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a fountain that will never run dry. Amen. A river that's still flowing even now. But we hide our heartaches so often. But he's saying, come as you are. Amen. 
And I don't know who you are in here, but I, I do know this, that where there's people, there's problems, and we are all facing something. Amen? But it ain't just one more thing. If, you're, if you are lost today, if you ain't never experienced God, it ain't one more uh, a line of cocaine. It ain't one more joint. It ain't one more cigarette. Amen? It ain't one more bite to eat. But it's coming unto Jesus and him alone. Because he that the Son has made free. Amen? said, he that the Son hath made free shall be free indeed. Glory to God. He could have just said, you'll be free. But he said, you'll be free indeed, brother. There will be no doubt about it. So I'm here to tell you, whatever you may be hanging on to, I don't care if it's a vape pen, I don't care what it is. He can set you free from it. Amen? Because you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And Jesus said, I am, not was, amen, not might be, but I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. He said, he who believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Believing is a requirement, not doing. Hello? As... I got to say, let me just say this. I had the privilege of sharing the gospel with a lot of people that that don't know God. But one of the number one things, they just don't even understand what this is. It ain't that they hate God. They don't know. Jason says it all the time. You hear an unsaved person say a cuss word, you shouldn't be surprised. That's how they were raised. They don't know any better. Amen? But I'm here to tell you, they don't have a base understanding of the gospel because they don't feel like they can measure up. But Jesus said, he who believes on me, he knows that the people that were, he was talking to were a wreck. Amen. I don't know about you, but I found out that that's what I am as well. I can't do anything without him. Amen. But, but that's why believing is the requirement. As the scripture has said, though. Hello? I'm not talking about a Jesus that's out there. I'm not talking about your opinion of Jesus. I had a science teacher back in the day. And I used to, I don't even know why, <laughs> but I challenged him. You know, he's a little short guy. And I, I said, you know, what do you think? You're a science teacher. What do you think of Jesus? He said, uh, I think he was a good guy and, and this, that, and, and the third. And, and I hope that that's good enough. No, he's the son of the living God. <laughs> Hello? And out of him flows rivers of living water. But it ain't your opinion. Jesus. It's as the scripture has said. Amen. What does the scripture say? Right? That must be the next question. It says, by him were all things made that were made, and without him nothing was made. And not only that, because it's not really enough to believe that he's creator. Amen. Got hundreds of friends and people that I know that believe that he, he created the earth. <laughs> And, and he's the guy in the sky and these things, and they'll answer to him one day, and they'll cross that bridge when they get there. That's not, you don't want to risk that. You don't, I don't know about you, but that's, eternity's way too long to wonder about that, to risk that. But we have the Bible, the Word of God, right before us in its purest form today, unlike we ever have before, but we don't read the thing. Amen. But what does it say? It says that man has fallen. Amen? It says that man needs a redeemer. Amen? 
So God uh, implemented the sacrificial system of the blood of bulls and goats. It would cover sin. It would be the innocent lamb that would cover the sin, that would stand in between. Amen. God still accounted you righteous based on faith, even in the Old Testament. But it was a type of Jesus that was to come. The Bible said that he's the lamb before the foundation of the world. He was slain. Amen. In the mind of God, that was the whole plan is that Jesus would come. Amen. Be the lamb of God. That, that's why he's called the lamb. Because he came to take away sin. Amen. But the blood of Jesus, while the blood of bulls and goats, they covered it. His blood takes it away. Glory to God. Somebody ought to put our hands together here this morning. I said, the blood of Jesus takes it away. Amen. You got to understand. We're going to, I encourage you, come tonight. We're going to be talking more about that. I believe the Lord's giving me something good for that. But, but I don't want to go too deep because we got to get to our point. But the blood of the Lamb takes away sin. All of it. Faith in Christ takes away your sin. Isaiah 53 said in the Old Testament, by his stripes we are healed. That speaks of physical healing as well. But really it's, it's talking about spiritually because we're all sin sick. So this is who Jesus is. Amen? The Savior of the world. You believe on him as the scripture has said. But the cross gives victory over sin in the life of the believer as well. Amen? Now being baptized in the Holy Ghost doesn't save you any more than you already are. Amen? You got to get that here, here this morning. That You may want the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Some of you are already filled. Amen? I believe most of you are already filled with the Holy Ghost, but you ain't spoken in tongues in years. That's not the will of God. You can have the river flowing all the time. Amen? This ain't, this ain't something you experience every two, three, four months. This is something that is a part of life, the living water. He ain't going to give it and take it away, give it, take it away. No, it's a gift, and he gives it. When you give someone a gift, you don't take it back. You give it to them. You want them to receive it. You want them to be blessed, amen? So don't think that, that, that you can't, okay, he gave it to me, but now I kind of let it fall away. It's in the shadows, and I'm, I'm, it is what it is. No. You need to be refilled with the Holy Spirit. You need a fresh touch from the Lord himself. Amen? But since the cross, we can, we can receive the Holy Spirit because it said, this spoke he of the, of the Spirit which they who believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because the Jesus was not yet glorified. It, at this time when he said it, you couldn't be baptized in the Holy Spirit. At this time, the Holy Spirit didn't even indwell. Now he's on the inside of you. He'll tell you where to go and where not to go. Amen. I told our young people this a million times. The Bible don't say don't smoke marijuana. But he'll tell you don't smoke marijuana. Amen. Uh, you say, oh, brother, every herb of the field, he gave us dominion over. <laughs> That's not what it's talking about. That it is not talking about smoke pot because God gave you dominion over plants. No. If you want to have a garden, have a garden. That's fine. But you can't smoke pot based on one scripture. Hello? But the Holy Spirit will tell you, don't do it. 
smoking cigarettes, doing all this stuff. People say, oh, brother, I, don't, I just don't let it interfere with my religion. It's just a separate thing that I do. That's going to take you to hell. Hello? I don't mean to be blunt. I, don't mean to be, I do mean to be blunt, though, because that's just what it is. But this is either it's right or it's wrong. But the Holy Ghost inside of you will tell you things that, oh, man, should I go get this tattoo all on my arm? I'm not going to go there either, but ask the Lord. Amen? Ask him to show you. Ask him to show you, Lord, does this please you? Does this displease you with every last thing? Amen? Whenever we came to Denver, North Carolina, I had to ask the Lord. Amen? I, I asked. I talked to a couple people that I loved, that I knew, that I trusted, and they gave me great advice. Amen? And I believe the Lord even used some of them. Amen. One brother in particular, I know that the Lord used him to speak into my life about the situation. Because Jason had asked me, hey, brother, you know, we, we'd love to use you out here, things like that. And I, I couldn't tell him right then, amen, because I had to ask God. But there came a day after seeking and seeking and seeking that the Holy Spirit told me, you can go. Amen. So I'm talking about the Holy Spirit is real. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit is uh, alive. The Holy Spirit is not just a, a little whispering wind out there. No, the Holy Spirit is God. The Holy Spirit is in your heart and in your life, and he wants to make something out of you. Amen? The Holy Spirit. Amen? The Holy Spirit is everything. Amen? He'll convict you of sin. Amen? He'll glorify Christ in your life. Amen? See, some, some Christians are Christians. Yes, they're saved, but, but the people at the job don't know they're saved. Um, they're, 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 I like what Brother Donnie said. He said they're 007 Christians. <laughs> they're James Bond Christians, brother. They're, 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 they're undercover Christians. The neighbors don't know that they, they named the name of Christ. Uh, they, they put a, 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 a Jesus is the reason for the season on the back of their van, and that's really all that people know. And people say, oh, that's good. But no, I'm talking about if you want to make a difference. Amen. I didn't say you can't go to heaven without the baptism in the Holy Ghost. But if you are determined this morning to make a difference in this world, if you are determined this morning to have a change in your life, then let the Holy Spirit come in and have his way because he said it was a refreshing. Amen. You can't find a refreshing anywhere else. You can't find it at the car wash. Amen. You can't find it at the, at the Outback Steakhouse. Amen. But you can find it at the altars. Amen. You can find it in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And if you're a child of God and you have experiences already, Especially, nothing else will be satisfied. Satisfying, amen? If I can get it out, but, but I know what it is, amen? I know what, it, what I'm talking about this morning, that, that if you are a Christian and you've experienced the baptism in the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you're not seeking tongues, you're seeking the Holy Spirit. But to be baptized into something, amen? What does that mean? That means you're in the water, and hopefully the water's not in you, but, but if there was a ship that 
was underwater, that's baptism. The, 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 the ship is in the water, water's in the ship. You're immersed. So imagine being immersed in the Holy Spirit. Amen? That, that's a privilege. Amen? And some would say, brother, 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 brother Terrence, this is, like I told you, uh, this is for some. <laughs> that's a big thing they say. But that's one of the biggest lies that's ever been said before. It's believed that up to 500 million, maybe a little less, maybe a little more, we don't know. But down through the ages, amen, since the day of Pentecost, some 500 million people have experienced the mighty, mighty baptism in the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what it's believed. And I don't know about you, but that ain't just some little thing. Amen. They think we're crazy. Not 500 million people are that crazy. Hello. This is. They say there's. They say there's one two billion Catholics in the world, and, and Christians or something like that. Uh, 500 million people have experienced the baptism in the Holy Ghost. We're not all crazy. Amen. It's in the Bible. Amen. And I'm talking religious people say this stuff. But he'll deepen your walk, amen. He'll give you boldness that you never had before. Uh, what are you talking about, brother? I'm talking about Peter. is a perfect example. You know the story of Peter? Denied Jesus not one, not two, but three times. Jesus told him that he would. Now, now you could say, you, you see, that's what I'm talking about. Some people think, you see, Jesus could have... He sinned. Peter sinned. Peter did terrible. Not one, not two, but three times. Jesus could have said, Peter, you're done. You're three strikes, you're out of here. You blew it. But he didn't do that. Amen. He restored Peter when Peter came back unto him. But Peter said, he said that, Lord, when, when Jesus said, you'll deny me before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. Peter said, Lord, I'll go to jail for you. Amen. He said, I'll even die for you. Amen. This is out of love for God that he said this. He didn't just say in this. He loved Jesus that much that, that, that he was willing to, he said at least, to die for him. But when the rubber met the road, amen, he denied his Lord and Savior whom he loved. But on the day of Pentecost, glory to God. That all changed, amen? Let me, let me see if I can turn there real quick. Acts chapter 2, if you got your Bible, turn there with me. Uh, you, you, this is one of the, the, the most amazing passages in Scripture. When the, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. Now, some would say, before I continue, some would say, Brother, there ain't fire on your head every time you speak in tongues, right? There's not the sound of a rushing mighty wind every time. Well, that's only mentioned in Acts chapter 2 when it initially came. But every other place, this ain't mentioned. When Jesus came the first time, he came for a reason. When he comes the second time, it's going to look a whole lot different than he's been the first time. I promise that. But that's neither here nor there. And we could keep going with that, but, but it's said in, in verse 15, Acts chapter 2, this is Peter talking. He said, but it said, 
For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing this is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And then it talked about in verse 41, you don't have to turn there, but it said, Peter preached, amen? Yeah. Preached about Jesus alone. And it said in verse 41, then they who, were gl who gladly received his word in the same day were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Amen? Peter preached boldly. Amen? Right there, open in the public. Amen? Though he had denied Christ. Amen? When the rubber met the road before, he was baptized in the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Then a short time after, he preached the gospel. Amen? And 3,000 souls were saved. Amen. I don't know about you, but that's a lot of people. And I'm here to tell you what a mighty God we serve. He chose the one. You see, a lot of people would have said, get this guy out of here. Amen. This guy blew it. Amen. But God said, I'll use him. That one that failed. Amen. You see what I'm talking about? So if you fail today, it ain't over. But God says, I'll take that one that's failed. I'll take that one that's blown it a million times, amen, and I'll use that very one to add 3,000 plus souls to my kingdom. Glory to God. I'm talking about a God that does mighty things. He uses strange things to confound the wise, amen. The, the preaching of the cross is to them who perish foolishness. To, to those, it's, the, it's a stumbling block to many. But to we who are saved, it's the power of God. Yeah. Amen? So don't look at the failure because Peter failed. Peter stumbled. Peter staggered. And later on, Peter did go to jail for Christ. You see what I'm talking about? He did go to jail for Christ, and eventually he died for Christ. Yeah. Was martyred. Didn't deny Jesus then. Didn't deny Jesus anymore after Jesus left. You see what I'm saying? Jesus said, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you when, when before he ascended. See, Jesus could have talked about anything. He could have talked about David and Goliath. He could have talked about what he did at the cross. He could have talked about end-time events. But he said, you shall receive the Holy Ghost. Go tarry in Jerusalem. And after the Holy Ghost comes, power will be upon you. Amen? And you shall see the sick healed, you shall see the dead raised and all these things. But Peter had a boldness that he never had before. Amen? Singers and musicians, if you come up here today. What is it when I get baptized in the Holy Spirit? Now again, you may have already been baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you just need a fresh touch from God. We're going to have me. We're going to have Melissa. We're going to have others. We're going to pray with you. Because someone said, and I loved it when they said it, they said, Brother, you need Acts 2 because Acts 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 is coming. Amen? Persecution. Hello? Because when God starts moving, persecution starts happening as well because the religious folk don't like it. But that's why you need the Holy Ghost. Amen? And you can have the Holy Ghost. It's a free gift. Amen? It's not something you got to sit here and beg, plead, earn, all that. You believe the Word of God and you receive it. 
Amen? By faith. You see, Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Amen? It doesn't save you more. Failure doesn't. It, it, you're already saved by the blood of Christ. You say, brother, I don't know if God would bless me and touch me as I desire, but I'm here to tell you that you're already saved through the blood of Christ. This doesn't save you more, but it's a gift. Failure doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. So when you come down here today and you sense languages in your spirit, you say, Lord, fill me. He won't make you speak in other tongues. He won't take your hand or his hand and move your tongue around. No. He gives you the utterance. Amen. And you just yield. You let the spirit work. Amen. You let him move. And just as you get baptized in water, to that degree, he wants to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And on top of that, Jesus is the baptizer. Amen? So when I'm down here and, and, and we're laying hands on you, things like, it ain't me. It's not anyone else. But it's Jesus that baptizes you with the Holy Spirit. Would you bow your heads here tonight, or this morning? I got just two altar calls, amen? Maybe you have never been baptized with the Holy Spirit before. But you want to be. If that's you, would you just simply slip up your hand this morning? We're not going to embarrass you. We're not going to any of that. This is just between you and God. You never receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but you want to. You want to experience this, what I talked about, because it's biblical. Would you just slip up that hand here this morning? If that's you, if that's you. I see one hand. Thank you for that. Is there anyone else in here? You have not experienced this, but you want to. Amen. My second altar call with your heads bowed, eyes closed. You want a fresh touch from God. Amen. You want to experience him because it's been a while. Amen. You just want to say, Lord, here I am. Amen. I want that living water that you talked about in John chapter 7. If that's you in here today, you want a fresh touch from the Lord. You want to drink that living water. We won't embarrass you anything like that. Would you slip up that hand? I see that hand. See that hand. See that hand. See that hand. Now, would you stand with me here this morning? Now, as they sing it, I want you to make your way. I told you when, when, when you come up here, I don't baptize you. Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Ghost. When you sense languages in your heart, in your soul, you just begin to speak it. Let the river flow, amen. Let the river flow. Just surrender all to him here this morning. As you make your way, we're going to pray with you as they sing it. Come on down. If you raised your hand.
may not have raised your hand when we gave the altar call a few moments ago, but you sense the Lord moving. You sense Him drawing you to these altars here this morning. Don't let this moment pass you by. He says, come just as you are. Taste the living water. Amen. Why not, right? Why just go home as we always have? Why don't you come forward and let Him bless you here this morning. Let Him touch you and refresh you in Jesus' name as they sing it just one more time.
He's moving right now, amen. We want to be respectful to those who are still praying. But I'm here, I'm here to tell you, he's here to touch you. I'll never forget the time when uh, I had gone so far. I didn't know if he was still there. But he'll never leave. Amen. As he said that he would come to abide forever. The Holy Spirit doesn't, he's not with you two days of the week and the other couple days he's not there. No, he's with you all the time. You don't have to, you don't have to beg. You don't have to, he's already there. If you're born again, he's in your heart. He's in your life to stay. Friends may fail you. People will fail you. But the Holy Spirit will never fail you. He'll never leave nor forsake you. Amen. And I'm just thankful for that here this morning. That he has living water, a never-ending supply. Amen. It's not just a little, like I said, not a little drop here and there. But it's endless. Amen. All we have to do is avail ourselves to what he has for us. Amen. Let's put our hands together this morning. Amen. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Uh, before we're dismissed, I just want to encourage you. Be here tonight. Um, I'll be ministering just one more time. And as much as I love this service, what the Lord gave us, I'm excited for tonight what we're going to be talking about. I know what he's given me. I know what's been in my soul for some time. If you normally don't come on a Sunday night, that's fine. But tonight, make your plans to be here. I know that it'll be a blessing to you. Amen. And uh, before we leave, just want to say, Israel, we, we need, me and Israel, a couple guys, we need help moving this platform back here. I know there's a lot of strong, mighty men here. It'll take... Uh, five ten minutes that's it but we'll be right in the back we'll meet you back there i got a suit on i don't know if i'm gonna move the platform uh but i believe we got enough people here that we can get it done somehow so meet us in the back we'll see you tonight six o'clock p.m bring a friend you don't want to miss it amen be blessed